0: Like living with a six year
1: old. I still go on play dates. I just call them play dates so I can go out with Eric and Paul and Adam.
0: You sound like his mom. He likes sport too. You guys would be such good friends.
2: I'll do all the technical aspects. Adam will be the face, Paul will be the muscle, and then Eric will be oh,
1: the sales guy. We're screwed from the muscle. <laughs> Paul handed, the muscle and the troubadour.
0: I handed a jar to my son to open the other day, so we're in bad shape. <laughs>
1: Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the forefathers podcast. I'm
3: Fife. Hi
1: Paul. I'm Adam. <laughs> and I'm Adam. I'm Eric. This is a podcast. <laughs> Multiple this is a podcast about faith, fatherhood, friendship and other F words like fantastic family festivities. In today's episode, we're gonna talk about we're basically gonna, gonna touch base because for the last month we haven't been around each other. Usually we talk almost every week, sometimes multiple times a week. And so we're having a little bit of withdrawal symptoms. And so we're gonna spend the next forty five minutes hour talking to each other about what we've been doing for the summer.
2: Um Although hemorrhoids have been great.
1: But before we break out into the conversation, we want to remind you that you can always be a part of our community. We have a Discord server, and there's always a lively conversation going on or a random meme posted by Adam. Um, The link will be on the the show notes for you when when we do share this podcast. And if this is your first time listening to The Forefathers, welcome. Please make sure you don't take a moment to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of the recent episodes. Some of them are real doozies and apparently a little racy. So make sure you head over to com and basically subscribe on your podcast viewer of choice. So, gentlemen. I don't think we can go anywhere.
2: Paul is frozen in time. Did he really Paul? leave? <laughs> you see, I don't know. Looking at his video, it doesn't look like much. It's like him, like he's sitting down in his chair, but stuck in time.
3: The old generation drank whiskey, chased girls, and got chased by the cops. Today's generation drinks White Claw, dresses like girls, and calls cops. It ain't the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we're gonna hope Paul comes back. And I just love the fact.
2: Oh,
3: there uh, oh, he is. Sort of,
2: sort of.
1: Ground control
2: oh, to Major back, Tom. Man. Tell Jonathan to get off the internet.
1: <laughs> no more gaming for him. Um, so we haven't really gotten together in like almost four weeks. It might even be more than four weeks. So I, I really wanted to spend some time talking about what you guys have been doing for the last month. Uh-oh. uh Oh, I can't tell if Paul shut off his video.
2: Or yeah, oh, he lost power. He the to pay the bills <laughs> This is what happens after a month. We don't have subscribers. People paying a revenue stream to pay the bills.
1: This is why you do an online payment option with recurring payment schedule. I know, right? Exactly.
2: I have some MMR here and we have none. Please help, sir.
1: So I guess what I wanted to do is just I want you guys to each talk about three things that you've been doing in the last month and what that looked like. So who wants to start us off?
2: Oh, I don't know. I'd say Paul could, but we can't see him or hear him. So uh, I could say I guess I could pick up the the torch here and run a little bit. Um,
1: it's wow. It, how long did we say we haven't like it was a month, right? It has been a month. It might have been a. Li- it might be five weeks, but it's right on that. And just so everybody knows, it's for us recording this. This is August sixteenth. So basically, for the from middle July to middle August just due to vacations and time off and different events going on, we just haven't been able to get together to record. Damn. So,
2: Well, and, you know, that's the nice part about being a podcast is that you, you know, some of our episodes are live, but majority of them are pretty much, you know, we, we're able to kind of keep one or two ahead. And, and, you know, so when we have these moments, you know, we can, uh, you know, survive um, and not, uh, you oh, know, you dead <laughs> to, man. to take apart our families and, uh, you know, do some very bad damage, but, um, I don't know. So it's five weeks, a lot has happened in five weeks. I mean, that puts us back to maybe end of July for me. So I was in a, a lot of big projects, a lot of driving. I, I think um, this big project, I, I, I overshot the, the idea of how much driving I was going to be doing to and from the project. But, um, you yeah, know, it's about four, uh, four hours round trip every day to and from this site so um yeah it's a lot of driving for me been fun um you know good conversations you know um and my son's been helping out with uh, his friend every once in a while and a couple other my um other guys that i know well that uh, can help out and uh all that uh leading up to uh you know speed through of of, of uh, cabling a, a school and then um dove right into going to maine for a whole entire week now those that know me know that my vacation is um you know one of those things that i'm a homebody i don't mind you know going out and doing day things or whatever but when we go away it's kind of hard for me to just you know settle down and and not you know get you know unplugged from work but um we had family come up and we were up in wells for seven days um and i think after the third day i sort of relaxed and you know got into uh you know, calm mode a little bit, but at the same time, um, you know, we lose Paul altogether. Um, That's all right. He'll come back. Um, And, you know, from there uh, I got towards the end of the week and uh, learned a few things of what I like and don't like for vacations. Um, But on top of it, um, I learned uh, that, you know, the couple of nights before I was going to start the Monday off, I, uh, you know, woke up in the middle of the nights at one or two in the morning consistently thinking about the project that I had to go back to and was going to continue on for the next four weeks and still into, you know, um, in the third week of uh third of four weeks left of the, this month of August and, um, you know, making progress, but at the same time, you know, kind of panicking every night in the middle of the night thinking I'm over forgetting something or, you know, uh, over analyzing something and letting my brain kind of wander. And so. Not getting a lot of sleep is basically bottom line with that whole thing, um, but you know it's coming to an end, so I'm happy with that and looking forward to September because the weather's getting better and cooler and and uh, you know there'll be less a uh, less stress in the life going on uh, at least for this. So yeah, for me, it's supposed mostly been about work, uh, a little vacation, and um, you know a lot of driving.
1: Twenty five percent vacation, sort of, <laughs> pretty
2: because much. Because I know yeah. at
1: least one of those days you came back and worked, so. <laughs>
2: Yeah, By the that way, was. I still have
1: your I switch. Think. You can have it back.
2: Thank you. Oh, yeah, no big deal. I mean, you can no rush on that one. But um, I totally forgot you had that anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. Um, yeah, that one I really wish I didn't have to come back, but the vendor just screwed things up and made you know I was supposed to get that piece of hardware like you know Friday the day the, the Friday of that week we were a couple of days before we were supposed to leave and didn't show up until Monday, so having to drive back from Maine an hour to pick up a device to drop it off to go back was you know daunting and frustrating and uh,
1: yeah anyway so what was your favorite part of vacation
2: well um probably the time um we did a lot of eating so kind of the the regular schedule of things kids would get up we would go to breakfast we'd um depending on the week of the day or whatever was going on um you know, uh, there was beach to be had uh, one or two days. Uh, you know, there was a couple of four hour beach excursions, which for me, I have a my high limit, as I learned, is two hours max at a beach. I cannot sit at a beach for four and a half hours, five hours, no matter. Shade.
1: How big the no, castle.
2: No matter how big the <laughs> castle, no matter how much shade there is, no matter what's going on, and to constantly not be the arrogant jerk when someone says, Hey, do you guys ready to go? And you know, the first thing I you know I want to say out of my mouth is, yeah, I wanted to go three hours ago, <laughs> but you know, trying to accommodate and you know make sure people that are around us are having fun and enjoying the time, um, you know, it was tough. But there were night, there were the the regular mo for us was like we do some something- high point. No, no, just the, the high points were just going out to dinner. Um, you know, like I said, uh, my kids are. Uh, a lot older now so the conversations the food the drink all of that stuff um are a lot more drawn out so they become more relational and we have conversations and then obviously when uh you know there's a little alcohol involved and um you know Becky is a very light drinker so she doesn't drink a whole lot but when she does she gets very um communicative i guess is the best way to describe it and so she wait, wait, you know
1: alcohol makes her talky talkative
2: yeah but she also at the same time gets giddy and like fu- everything turns to be funny and I'm, I'm talking about like an eighth of an ounce of anything so she like her well, one time that she drank was at a, uh, a craft brewery we went to in in kennebec uh, kennebec port and she had literally a dirty sh- dirty shirley which is basically a shirley temple with a little vodka like very uh, vodka spritz in it and it was very light if you you know ever had you know something like uh liquor in general but for her it was put her over the top because she just has no tolerance and it made the conversation interesting because you know <laughs> my kids love to see her kind of get a little you know tipsier a little bit out of element and and whatnot so you know it added but that was most of the you know the evenings dinners and stuff like that when we would just get together and you know have a conversation and just break bread and just you know have uh discussions but that was my biggest highlight, but I, you know, at the same time, I got to play ham radio a couple of days,
1: so I was quite happy with that. And,
2: you know, overall, uh, yeah, it was good Is and relaxing. It, do
1: you get different reception at the beach?
2: Oh yeah, so when it comes to radio and stuff like that, when I'm at home with all the electronics and the neighbors and stuff like that, they all cause like the noise floor for audio to be higher. And so, you know, when you get out in the beach and you're out in the woods and you're out in the you know open air. Where there's less electronics, um, you know the noise floor is a lot quieter, so you can hear things and farther, you know, away. So it was good. It was fun. Cool. Wonderful. Cool. We'll ever see Paul again? We are the three fathers now.
1: Paul's having internet issues, so he, if he can't join, we'll re-record this.
2: <laughs> we, we'll just do his part. He can re record his own, and we'll <laughs> we'll Photoshop so it I'm in.
1: I'm talking about myself right now, and it's dark in his <laughs> hey. house. And... Well, that's a good segue. Adam, why don't you tell us what you've been doing for the last month? Uh, let's see. Uh, ultimately,
3: nothing much. Just working around the house. Uh, anything exciting going on? Um, uh, my f- good friend broke his back. What? Oh, but he's okay. Ow. Uh, flipping like- off the boat.
2: Oh, he landed on the boat in the flip, know, flip? Or just landed, landed into off the, the water? Oh, dude. didn't know Over he was going to
3: be jumping into four feet of water. I wish I knew he was going to jump off the boat. I would have moved out a little bit. But he's okay. Uh, but he broke four vertebrae and three ribs. Oh. But uh, didn't need surgery, which wow. is good. Praise God on that. But uh, that was a uh, he did end up doing it at the end of the day. So, he so at least you it. got to have fun all day. Yeah. Yeah. That happened at the very end of the day. But uh, no, he's okay. Uh, moved a hot tub from Darren's house down to uh, my friend's house down the street. Uh, what else? Uh, I got a kick. Oh, off. dude, there's
2: a story there. You got to tell the rest of that story. What?
3: The hot tub? <laughs> Actually, it really uh, isn't
2: not the hot tub part, but the fact that a certain individual lost oh. keys on oh, travel. We, so,
3: so we decided to make it a, a long weekend to move instead of just going up one day to move the hot tub and then coming back down
1: the next. So we stayed up north for the weekend. So wait, yeah. that's why you didn't invite me to come help move the hot tub? You were You're gone. probably glad you didn't go. Yeah, you were gone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we
3: uh, we decided to uh, make a day, make a weekend out of it, and we uh, tubed the sacco. Uh, and at a point in the Saco River, my, my buddy Jay was fixing the little watertight box in his raft in his tube, and he popped it open, and the box popped, and the key flew out of the box into the uh, deepest part of the river. Uh,
1: <laughs>
3: so my sister had, and it was it was Dennis's uh, key. <laughs> so,
2: keys was, and phone, right?
3: Uh, no, the phone was already cracked and wet. So I also so very just. Now, spinning. mind you,
2: they live in Marshfield, and Marshfield to Saco is what four hours? No, it's free. Okay, <laughs> sorry, not close. It's not, it's close. So, it's
3: not a job. On you, like well, we don't. We... They came up to stayed overnight, so there's plenty of room at Darren. So we uh... <laughs> we ended up. Um... They ended up coming up, and then we went out to dinner, and they spent spent the night, and then we moved the hot tub in the morning, and it was uh
2: So wait, were you rafted before you moved the hot tub?
3: Yeah, we rafted on Saturday. Moved the hot tub uh, so on Sunday. Play before work. Yeah, it, it. was hotter it's on hot. sa- Saturday than it was on Sunday. Oh God, yeah, that, that heat wave sucked. But uh,
1: and was it just your family and your sister and her family?
3: Uh, it was myself. It was uh, well, Darren's parents were up there, uh, so it was myself, Jay, uh, Jay, his two kids, Darren, and uh, Dennis. Got it. So we uh, rigged. Four x four supports and slid the hot tub right off the supports onto the trailer, and then jacked it up, and we we got a, uh, a, a mover underneath it and set the hot tub down in place in, in its destination. So it was pretty pretty straightforward. It wasn't as difficult and hard as I thought it was going to be. So right,
2: <laughs> except the keys, except for the <laughs> keys. But okay, continue. I guess sorry, sidetrack. Nope. I, I heard the story differently, but.
1: And then uh, that, that's a pretty rough trip, actually. Yeah. The second keys get lost because yeah. they're all chipped now. Like replacing a key is not a cheap, no, no, like it's cheap event. It's like two hundred bucks or something like that. Something yeah. ridiculous. Some some keys are like four. Yeah. So it's it's but still two hundred bucks is a lot of money just because yeah. somebody opened something in the middle of a river. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know. That's all good. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it didn't bother you.
3: <laughs> uh, Anya uh, was looking for something to do anyway because they were just hanging at home. So but,
2: uh, yeah, you should go to a movie yeah. in Saco, Maine. <laughs> Kids
3: had fun. They wanted to get out of the house anyway. So Cool. But uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Oh, uh, we did salsa. We did Heather and I w- salsa dancing with a bunch of friends last night. Oh, did you? That was fun. Are yeah. you tired? Am I tired? No. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was just a beginner salsa salsa lesson. So it was fun. It was fun to get back into dancing. So,
0: Mr. Travers,
1: welcome back. Howdy, howdy. Thank you. Did we you went, shut steam off? To pay the bill? We were
0: thinking about uh, joining you guys in the salsa class. You, you guys oh, enjoyed it?
3: Yeah, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun.
0: Oh, oh.
3: There's some uh, picks up on the Let me see. Uh, I got to show the link, too.
2: So, so uh, did you wear the fruit basket on your head, or did Heather?
3: Uh, oh, uh, no, <laughs> I ate the fruit basket.
1: <laughs> Let's see.
2: Okay, who wore the
0: frilly dress?
1: <laughs> you.
0: So who's, whose idea was the salsa dancing?
3: Um, uh, they were putting on a lesson. We it, Both Heather and I decided it would be fun, and then we pulled a bunch of people to come nice. with us. So. Cool.
1: And then actually, we recorded the whole entire thing. I actually, yeah. I do enjoy ballroom dancing. Heather and I did lessons like when we first got married. And I, I keep thinking I want to go back and do it again, but I'm not. I mean, you guys know me. I'm not very rhythmic.
0: <laughs> that's not true. True, but, but that's why you okay, take
1: lessons. A dancer,
0: <laughs> but sometimes it's going to get you.
1: If I dance to that on salsa, it's a very different look. Well, don't start there so first. Salsa, <laughs> <up>. <laughs> so Eric, one thing I did from your conversation, and I'll come back to you, Adam, for a second, but you said something about being on vacation and still not being able to stay on vacation. Like yeah. waking up with project fears in the back of your brain. Hmm. Does that happen to you all the time?
2: Um, only with... So my project mentality in my um, my type A world I usually tend to map out everything. So like if I've got a project that I know I got to do in like oh, 2 months, I'll sit out and map it all out and then I'll go back and review it from time to time just because what it does is it just puts me at ease so I can sleep, you know, without any problems. This project because I had mapped it all out, I've been to the site like 4 times to review it. But every time I went to the site, it was something just a little different. And so that kind of whole, like, when I would leave or when I start to think about it or look at the project plan and figure out how the flow went and figure out if I was missing things, kind of put, a little, me, put a, little, a little of me on edge. And so when I get on edge, I then start overanalyzing. And what happens is I'll go to bed and I'll crash uh, just because of exhaustion or whatever. And then I'll wake up at one o'clock in the morning wide awake. And my mind is just like, hey, did you think about this? And I've tried, and I've in some with some success actually, like take those things, like when you're thinking about them, put them in a task list, just to get them out of your head, so your head doesn't think about them any longer. Right. Well, the problem is, I've already written these things down three times in the same task list. So but why, they're not why keep... leaving. <laughs> they're not leaving because they're wanting to haunt me. And the problem is, I'll get to the site that day, and the whole thing will go smooth, and I'll be like why? Why? Like, why did I, you know, lose three hours or two hours of sleep in the middle of the night, you know, thinking things through or getting woken up from it? So I just, I don't know. I got to figure out how I can work around that. But this project has been, you know, uh, we'll say a blessing, but in essence, in essence, a blessing that hasn't been any like major curves that I haven't been able to, you know, adjust course or stay on, uh, stay on track. I mean, literally every Friday we'll roll through and I'll either be a day ahead or I'll be on, you know, on point for each of the phases. So I'm yeah. just like, wow, this is really cool. And, you know, I haven't had any blowouts from any of my other clients either. So that's like kind of one of those things. Like you always wait for the shoot blast shooter drop in the background, <laughs> yeah. and you know something big is going to happen. And I haven't had any of those knock on wood. And so yeah, that that by the time that subsided was on Wednesday in the middle of the weekend, my vacation. And then I finally come like had the calmness about it, and not thinking about it. And then Saturday rolled around. And I'm like, "Oh, we're going home Saturday night." Guess what I'm doing?
1: It's, <laughs> so it's so real, right? Like, I. So you guys remember Ed Conway, right? He, Yeah. Paul, you may or may not have known him.
0: Yeah, um, uh, yeah. yeah, I know.
1: Mm-hmm. So Ed Conway was the pastor at our church when we were all in youth group together, um, and I remember talking to him at one point. And he's like, "Listen, dude," he's like, "Every summer I take two weeks off," and yeah. he's like the reason I take two weeks off is because my job is so involved and I'm so invested in it that it takes me the first week to detach. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the second week, I'm already reattaching. So I get like five or six days of actual vacation in there.
2: Yeah. Because
1: yeah it's when not I take like
2: the first day. It's like the third day in and then the last three days. Right. And, I,
1: and <laughs> I feel that in my job and I don't even own anything like I'm just I'm just a manager, like I'm senior management, maybe, but like I feel that like when I go on vacation, it takes me a couple of days where I have to shut off all my notifications, not check my email, in order for me to be on vacation. And usually, there's still some nag in the back of my head that's like, oh, you should check. No, no, you
2: yeah, should I check. Used to, I used to like poo-poo on those folks. I'd be like, oh, I take like you go over to Europe and the people in Europe take like three, four weeks off. Oh, dude, I'm like, I would be like. You know, I'd be like, oh, ridiculous, it's too much. But then I'm thinking about, like, three or four weeks, dude. Wow. I would love to have that extra spare time to, like, have not anybody counting me, not have to think about anything. And then, like, you know, maybe the last week decide, hey, I'm going to, like, go back to life (laughs) and plug back in, (laughs) you know?
1: Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, it's funny. I was talking to Heather yesterday. So I had Friday off because I traveled all last week for Vegas for a trade show. And so I got home on Friday and I worked really hard at not checking my email. And then I came down here because I'm running a financial peace university class. I got on my computer. I opened my email and I ended up putting out two fires right before financial peace university came out. And I'm like, I went upstairs and I'm like, you know, Heather, I'm supposed to be off. Like, but (laughs) I can't just leave the fires alone. Like I, I feel like this compulsion to resolve them. Or at least move them forward. And she's like, "Yeah, but Eric, that's how we, that's what you've always done." True. <laughs> Which is why yeah. when I go on vacation now, I try and shut off my notifications. I set my out of office, and I log out of my phone because mm-hmm. otherwise, I will. All it takes is that one chat to suck me back in, and now I'm not focused on being on vacation. I'm not focused on the right. on the, what I'm doing and why right. I'm there. So, and most of the time that works, but sometimes it doesn't.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I can't say that I didn't have calls during vacation, but that like the typical MO is that, you know, I was getting those on Thursday because I, I have all my clients and all my clients love to do work on Monday mornings. Don't do any work Tuesday or Wednesday and bother me. And then Thursday afternoon late, they're like panicking because, Oh crap, Friday's going to roll around. And Mm -hmm. I have three hours in the morning to do legit work. And then I'm, you know, I'm checking out and it's beer 50 or beer 40 or whatever it is, or beer 30. And, you know so i'll get i wait, know wait. From,
1: you drink 30 beers when you check out some people do i know they're we call that out. a problem five <laughs> it is <laughs> i call it a challenge um no <laughs> challenge accepted
0: hey if you're if you're drinking 50 beers either way you're checking out
1: <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> very true very true
2: was too uh, shy. yeah no i think um yeah from like thursday i ended up getting like five calls between like two and four and then nothing else after that and i'm like i basically before it happened i turned my off i'm like i'm probably gonna get a couple of phone calls today i'm just letting you know in advance that they'll probably be just dumb like you know i can't figure this out but i have to you know get an answer quickly and lo and behold at two o'clock it was like literally the small deluge of you know a few phone calls from same similar users and then nothing after that and and then friday it was like two or three in the morning that you know people get in to try to do work in advance so they can get out by noon or check out at noon and you know um Yeah, that was pretty much it. So I knew what my week was going to look like, which is awesome because, you know, that always panicked me. And I always end up just, you know, feeling pressed, you know, knowing that around any turn, something could, you know, take me away from the family and I'd have to spend two hours on the phone or have to get in a car and drive. And, you know, I just didn't, you know, was hoping, you know, that wouldn't happen and it didn't. So, you know, like I said, I got some time to relax, which was, you know, what I was really
1: hoping for. That's awesome. Well, and the relax, it's so funny because the relaxation, Um, has long term benefits, it does, you know. Um, and we can talk about that when we get to me. But, Paul, what did you do, man? Because you were got you were actually gone, you actually had for three weeks out of the four that we we haven't gotten together. Muted, you're muted.
0: Thanks. I I was belching, and I didn't want everybody to hear that. Okay, oh, we'll, maybe just we'll a, show yeah, it was just we show for It's just like a sound effect from Adam. It's great. It's great podcasting. It, it, um,
2: yeah. On a sidebar, I haven't noticed all the women's TV shirt commercials are now about women pooping. <laughs> have you noticed that? Now no. they talk about this I,
1: stuff. I, yeah, I, I'm one. not watching those commercials. I don't know. I what don't I have, have to. What? This,
0: to be hey, what channel are you watching? That, that
1: um, <laughs> <this is> the, <laughs> the view. Normal TV. No, this is
2: not them yeah. actually. Sitting, whatever. Go on. Move along. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good good I idea. Out of that closet. <laughs> good, good, good idea
0: fight for everybody um, uh, yeah no I would heard the two week thing and so when our company went to flexible um, time off I was like well gee maybe I'll take like two and a half weeks off in a row and I have found it is just so hard to like get plugged back in after that so like it was nice to be away but like we we kind of had a lot going on so we went to visit um my dad up in Maine and um they will be moving in with us. Uh Wow. Um, my dad uh was diagnosed with uh early onset dementia and so him and him and uh my stepmom will be moving in with us in like two weeks, three weeks. So can, wow, can ask,
1: That's coming fast dad? So
0: what?
2: Is Jonathan losing his pad?
0: He is, yep. So him and and so we in in that time, we also had one of Jonathan's friends move in with us as well. So him and his friend will be moving into the little mid- middle studio area, um, and then we choose my to use the term stepmother.
1: "rejoin the family," fife, or not yes. losing his pad.
0: You know what? At the end of the day, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> but, kind of what it is, and I'm I'm kind of okay with it. Like he he's not a huge fan, but um, well, of le- course, le- le- Jonathan's friend joining you. Because they, so he had lived with his brother. So his his aunt had moved, they sold their house. They moved to, she moved to follow a job somewhere else. And he was going to move in with his brother. But, his bro, he, but where he was with his brothers, there wasn't really room for him. And like they had, they were kind of, his brother was living with his girlfriend. And they were kind of on the outs and they were kind of deciding what they were going to do. And then the place that they were living didn't have electricity. So like.
2: Is it one of your we, sheds?
0: We were like, yeah, <laughs> one of my eight sheds. Um, so we were like, come, come live with us. So actually it, was, it worked out like well for us. We He moved in like the day before we left for Maine. And so he watched the house and took care of the dog and stuff. So it actually worked out well, kind of all around. Um, and, you know, super kid. I really couldn't ask for a nicer kid to, to move in with us. Um, but Except, yeah. Maybe, but Except, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's, so that's going, so, so that, as they say, that happened. Um, and then I'll be going down Labor Day weekend to help them drive one of their cars back up. So, um, so
2: are they selling their place in Florida?
0: They are. Yeah. It's kind of, it's all, it's all in motion right now. Wow. They're having, going to have a big estate sale and they're going to move in less. So it'll be, it'll be nice. It'll be nice to have kind of family closer. Uh, they'll still spend a little bit of time up in Maine. I think this winter is the plan.
1: Well, um, and they're going to Maine for the winter in the cabin.
0: Well, not for not to stay there year round, but like it's you know it's kind of fun to go up there like a weekend because it's like you can do ice fishing and just yeah, kind of hang out there. And it. It's kind of fun. Um, so so yeah, it'll it'll be good. It'll I mean, be, this
2: it's kind of a blessing in disguise or just you know kind of God's plan future you know played out. It's you know. Like how how likely were you looking for a house that had the in law apartment?
0: Well, so that's the funny thing though, Fife. When it, when I look back on all the houses, every house had an, had some kind of in law apartment. Like really? every single house. Like it, it was really bizarre because. Like, and it never clicked in it just kind of was like oh yeah and I, I don't know if it was a price range or we were looking at or maybe it's just a thing because like my um, mother-in-law's house has an in-law apartment too so maybe it's just a thing for a while this house was our, the house that we're living in now um, ha, is was built in like the mid 80s like late 80s so maybe that was just a thing then like it well, just it, it just did so I,
1: I think some of it has to do with neighborhood too and like town like some towns seem yeah. to be more family focused than others. You know, and like I don't know how many houses you looked at in Hudson, but I, it seems like I know a lot of families in Hudson yeah. with their in-laws. Well,
0: their and parents. it wasn't just Hudson; like we looked in Nashua, Pelham, Salem, and um, you, you just happened to pick across all the, the board. Ones? Yeah, yeah, across the board. Yeah, in fact, I keep t- I kept telling Liz like the first place we looked at had a legit like. Disconnected in law apartment, and I was like, "Man, we don't need all that." And now I'm like, "Gee, I wish we had bought that one. <laughs> that would have been nice." But um,
2: remember, uh, around the but, yeah.
0: So lock. you know, as I say to every, you know, as I've told everybody that I've told this story, like God knew what He was doing. Like He clearly He had He had had this plan. So like, I could take solace in that. So very cool. Yeah, that's
1: pretty awesome. That's cool. Is your dad excited? Bummed? How's he feeling?
0: Well. So I don't think this is anything – I think it's just he's still looking for the silver lining. Like I think – you know, because he had planned to stay down there. Like he has his um, his cousin who's like one of his best friends in the world. Like they grew up together like from like legit like three or four. Um, so like moving away from them will be tough. Um, but, you know, moving closer to like, you know, his granddaughters and his grandson. Like so I don't know. I don't know. I think he's still a little neutral, kind of like wasn't quite what he had planned, but also like there's some, you know, um, well, th- there's some there,
2: things so. about that stuff. Like when they're, they when they're at that age, like I see that with my parents is like they like to be the independent side of it. Things you know, even though they still are very much dependent on you know asking for help and stuff like that. But now that he's got that obviously issue that you know you don't know when that will happen or how long it will take to progress. That you know having that in place, you know, you just have to. He just has to come to the understanding that, you know, he, he's, he's just not in Florida, but he's, you know, he's still independent and yeah.
1: things, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. 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 I, that it's, it's, it's a good thing, but it's not an easy thing, no. living with your parents.
2: Although, although I have to say, like, because you have that in-law component, I know growing up as a kid, I could not stand having, like, my parents allowed some of my, you know, uncles and aunts and grandmother to live with us and... That was it. Was tough because there wasn't a separation at all. Yeah. Like I couldn't be in my space and they right. sort of had their space. But it was never like I never wanted my friends to come over because it was just like you know th- there was just too much a family dynamic that that made it really yeah. you know stressful sometimes. But that sounds like you know it's a good fit and Jonathan and I mm-hmm. think.
0: Bolton- yeah, there's, there's, I mean it's there's some sep- there's some separation some boundaries, but it's I mean they're still like basically right under us. So yeah. like um, they you know. I'm concerned about like the dog barking and other things like that. But like, well, you know, we'll just, you know, it will. We'll all just have to figure all that out. So. Well,
1: you know how you get past the dog barking? Just every night, blast a siren. I mean, we joke about that with Gracie. Well, she lives- we only
0: do that. We only do that when we have sex, Eric. So it doesn't happen too often.
2: Dude, you're playing you, the wrong stuff. You it's need to do water. it more often.
1: Kenny, <laughs> more often. The siren diamond. needs to be more often so everybody doesn't know, Paul.
0: That's a good, good idea. Good idea. I mean, well,
1: unlike know. the Could fight... Never mind. <laughs> you, have to, you
2: have to stagger it, dude. If you stagger it and you mix it up, then nobody knows really what's going on. Good a, idea.
1: Right. So we joked with Gracie because every time we call her, there are sirens in the background. We call it Chicago oh, mu- mood music. Oh, my lives- gosh, yeah. Uh, it's horrible. And, and it you know, some of them are police, but most of them are just ambulances going north to south, and she's on a main drag, but it's really yeah. funny because, like, it is without fail. And okay. she's on the ninth floor. Like, you can hear those sirens everywhere. Oh, yeah. So. Nice. Um, you have the police drive by your house every so, day? So you hung out with your parents or mm-hmm. with your dad, and now he's moving in with you. Were you. Did you hang out with him in Maine?
0: Yeah, we did. Yep. Yeah, we, um, yeah, it was good. We. Uh, it worked out well. I had, um, like, a couple days just me with them and my sister, and then my sister left. And then I actually so I drove up to Maine by myself, hung out with my sister and my fam and my dad and stepmom, and then came right back home, slept over a night, and then I came back up again with Liz and Jonathan, Got and um, we uh, we all hang out and it was good, you know. We kayak in, run, did a couple things around the area. We had never been, but Stephen King li- lives like an hour from from us, <laughs> with the vampires um, which is in Bangor. So like we I swung Bangor. by his house because he just yep, swung, swung by, yeah. Can't get there from here. I didn't um, know you could get there from there. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. You can do that um, in You just have to know which way to go. That's right. Always. Always. Let's go with so the crow,
3: guys. Cool. Banger.
0: Yep. That was cool. That was a good time.
2: It's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. And then from there we went to Soulfest. Um I was gonna say, so- you
2: remember seeing photos about that. How yeah. was that? So now that you're old like so this is one of the things I struggle with is Soul Soulfest. And granted I'm, you know, I'm not gonna <laughs> pick on the fact that you're older going to Soulfest, but like, is the median average age of Soulfest now, like going to a Jimmy Buffett concert? Like, because
0: no, it's, it's still a huge mix. In fact, did you guys see the text that I said? I think I said it, but, to Adam, the,
2: the band, like, the band,
0: a band called gold, Frank, it doesn't That's three teenage girls dressed up in, um, uh, cheerleader costumes, but like black, there was a, there's a word word for it. What's the word for the kids that dress up all in black? I escape goth. goth. So they dress up as K-K-K. goth cheerleaders
2: playing metal. So basically it's the Nirvana cheerleaders actually. No, ride. no, no, not
0: Nirvana. Like
2: no, no if you remember Nirvana's, you know, teen spirit, all the yeah, girls except
1: Nirvana wearing. but the style isn't right, is what Paul's saying. Like, yeah. The style, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, They're wearing black so Nirvana.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's the name of the band? Yeah. yeah. Gold Frank and, and Mara, they were phenomenal. They are, they're they one of the best things I see. But the other thing that you get too, Fife, that I didn't expect is so first of all, I used to go looking for the new bands and I I was surprised by some, so that was fun. But like what I found is there's a there's a Christian music culture that was going on at soulfest that I sort of got to start to know some of them and I got to see some of them behind the scenes. And like you just start to see people that are like authentic and real and amazing and like Blow you away. Like this guy Christopher Williams is amazing. This guy Paul Coleman that so this is what he did. And I'll I'll I'll, I'll end my time my my time here and I know we have other people, but so so he does his shows. So he's just a guy in acoustic. First of all, he's hysterical. He's super, super funny, always work on the crowd. So he every Soul Fest he does what's called a songwriter's workshop. So he'll just pick random people in the crowd, say, Hey, come up and play a song for us. A song that you write. And some of them are Horrible, horrible. It's one of those, like, God gave me this song, and he's like, yeah, you should probably, like, like give it back Get kind of yourself, thing. Like, right. it's really, like, they haven't workshopped it. Like, God gave him an idea for a song. So there's some real cringe moments. But there's also things where, like, a 17-year-old girl gets up with somebody else from her church and, like, just blows the whole place away. And he was like, that was amazing. I have a show on the mountaintop. I want you to come, and you can close my show. So, like, what other artist... Like would be like, hey, right. you're amazing. First of all, like speaking into everybody's lives, and like the grace and the compassion, and he always finds something good about them, and he always compliments them because it's in front of everybody, right? right? But for him to say, hey, now I want you to come up and close my show, which by the way was going to be the last time that they anybody ever played music on top of Gunstock Mountain because this is the last time that Gunstock is 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 um, hosting Soulfest. um It's just amazing, and that's like the kind of people. So like. That's why I mean I go for the also too, for the community of people that I've built that ties in great with this podcast, like you know the community that we have of people that go every year is amazing, like right. the people we camp with and stuff but it's um yeah it's it's pretty great, it's does, a good time.
1: does Jonathan go with you?
0: He does, and he hates every mil- every millisecond he's like he's like, Dad, I don't want to go 'cause it's it's Christian music, right, and they don't always do a good job of having like hip hop um which is his style. so which is which is what he would he would prefer. They did have skillet but we didn't end up staying for skillet. Um but although they usually put on a good show but we just I don't know. We were I looking still, forward I, to having I've kid been fire. a
1: fan of them for like 20 years. I still haven't seen them yeah. live. Oh, they're good really? either. Yeah, they're they're oh, amazing no. live. So the next they're time you guys. see them coming to like Hampton or whatever, Adam, let oh. me know cuz I'm definitely oh. interested in going. Nice. Well, um fun.
0: for for King and Country are coming in December to LMA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I saw so. that when I was to the
3: uh, high school. Mercy, yeah. me and uh, Ren Collective are playing the the Wang oh, Center they? in October. Nice, really? Yeah, uh, I, uh, I love. I think we're going to go
0: both of those bands.
2: Yeah, you won't buy Weird Al tickets.
3: Uh, this tickets are <laughs> 35. Weird Al's <laughs> are 70. <laughs> oh
2: You're idle.
1: <laughs> I've seen. It, yeah, but like he knows all 400 the songs. times, though.
2: Yeah, so, you know, it's the same people who see fish four million times. I don't understand that Weird Al is
1: not fish. Just so I'm not, there.
2: not doing an A-B comparison there. I'm just saying that that audience, they'll go to see fish that they've seen four times in the same time in the same location.
1: Yeah, but you have to remember that the reason people go to see fish it's for is drugs. because it's different every time. <laughs> <brother. I'm> <laughs> because rich. they're
0: on drugs. I, it's <laughs> the same
1: reason they
3: go to Buffett concerts. So they can eat a lot of pork and dance around and wear colorful things. Yeah, eat I a mean lot of pork. I <laughs> pork if that's what you're interested in. <laughs> not a lot of Jewish people there, is that what you're
0: saying? <laughs> eat a lot of pork and, not a lot uh, of kosher people, whether a they're Jewish or yeah, not. That's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Adam, you sounded like you had some stuff so you got oh, I I kind of just kept going. I don't know why I went back to Eric and then I never got back to you. So no, I you think um,
2: I have that effect on you, but
1: you got your Hot tub? Is that now up and That's running in your house? That's not my hot tub. It's my friend's
3: it's not hot for tub. Him. Oh, it's not your for friend's hot tub. Yeah. No, he's um, got to put in a cement pad. That's like a you
1: went way. tubing on the soccer, which I'm gonna say fun. Nice. I haven't done since my bachelor party. It's a I was gonna say that, that brings
2: back memories. Yes, it
1: does. <laughs> Were there naked people playing football? No, I'm just asking. No naked people. Per friend.
3: Um, well, usually.
2: Yeah, I back there, but yeah.
3: Well, if you, when I say tubing the soccer I mean from like the covered bridge down to the 302 police station. So, it's a. Three-mile three run. So that's not a, an all-day run? Oh, uh, it was five hours.
1: Yeah, that's a good amount of time. Yeah, two yeah. Masako I doesn't, like doesn't move of a fast. Masako. So. <laughs> Right. Uh, so
3: three, five hours and three miles, and it was really easy to get in and out. It
1: was good. No dead fish. And how long ago did your friend break his back? Because you were out on the boat that A, day, a week right? and a half ago.
0: What happened? Oh, my gosh.
1: Uh, jumped off a boat. Jumped off we can like
0: rewind. Did, did a
1: backflip <gasps> off the boat. Oh,
0: uh, dude.
1: Yeah. Dude. Somebody asked me once what the stupidest thing I've ever done is. And for me, it was cliff jumping into water I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. And oh. it turned out that the, the... Yeah, that
2: was in Haiti, right?
1: It was actually in Colorado Springs, Manitou oh. Springs, uh, when we went to Summit. And I already had a broken arm that I had... That was in a cast that I had strapped up with duct tape on a trash bag to keep it dry. And I jumped into... It couldn't, the hole that I had to hit was it
3: couldn't have been
1: more than three feet
3: Was wide. it smaller than the water you jumped into at, or wait, weren't you looking for a swimming hole at, at uh, Cornerstone or Creation? You walked like yes. 1,200 miles.
1: Creation was different. That was rope swings into an irrigation ditch, which also wasn't deep <laughs>
2: enough. He broke an arm, but anyway.
1: <laughs> um... <laughs> And the worst part of that was that somebody had ripped the poison ivy off the tree that morning, but didn't tell anybody that it was there. <laughs> yeah, so the oil was all over your feet and you didn't even know it. And uh, then you went home and your feet just puffed up. Um, sleeping in a tent in creation. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably like like you, there's so <laughs> many stupid things that I've done, but that is probably the stupidest thing I've ever done. And because the, I was jumping from 12, 15 feet up. And I only had, like, a three-foot circle to hit. I'm not that good of a jumper, guys. Like, I'm just thankful to God that I'm alive. You're
2: still still here and alive. Yeah, right. (laughs) At least you could hit a three-foot hole. Anything smaller, forget it. Ring of fire, forget it. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way. How did we get on that one? Anyway, Adam, back to you.
1: (laughs) No, no, I was done.
2: Bob, back to you.
1: So you spent the weekend up in Eaton?
3: Uh, that weekend, yeah, uh, was it last uh, weekend? Was Darren up there? Or was it just yeah. his parents? Uh, no, Darren came up with his and his parents mm-hmm. were up there. So, did he tube with you?
1: Did he what? Tube with you? Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, he did.
2: He didn't tap anything with you, did he? not
1: that I know. Maple trees.
2: Okay. Yeah, well, you know, you okay. the way you, were, the way I mean, you I'm said, not sure
1: where you're going. The way you you said,
2: did he tube with you? I was like, okay, where is he going with this one? But anyway.
3: That was good. No, so, it was a lot of fun.
2: So you've had a pretty
1: adventurous set of weekends.
3: Yeah, it's been pretty busy. And then there's in, Endurance for you guys this weekend? Yes, there is. Number 16.
0: Wow.
2: T- We're getting the band <laughs> back together.
1: Well, so Ben is going as a team lead this year. Cool. And when Scott found out he was going as a team lead, he's was like, man, I feel old. <laughs> mm-hmm. He is. Because Ben was, like, two years old when we went. I, he might have been three, two and a half, when we went to our first endurance. Because we didn't go the first year. But we've been every year since then. And now he's wow. a team lead, which is pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Um, but.
3: Well, it's going for any
1: other groups. Do you know? Uh Yeah, I mean, Greenville's going with Kevin... And his his team, um, I don't know if I know Lake Region, which is where Sean Bryant's the pastor now. Yeah. Down. Greenville is not a vineyard, but it's it's Kevin Helmick's church. Oh, nice. So his whole group is, group is coming. Tim is coming up from Hopewell. Nice. Um, I don't know who else, but it sounded like they were looking at, like, 70 people, 70 kids. Wow. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, we're bringing five or six kids so which you know for a church that only has 25 people six kids is a lot six teens <laughs> it, is. Um, it is. but yeah so um, so for me the summer has been pretty nuts for the last month so part of the reasons that we I'm probably want between Paul and I on vacations and stuff trips going around we're probably the primary reasons we haven't had this haven't gotten together Um, starting in mid-July when I went to my first Vineyard Regional Conference for our church um, which was really good it was like three days away it was in Jersey which, you know, well, it's Jersey but (coughs) um, it was great to go down and actually everybody that was home so Grace, the kids, and I and Heather all went down and um, it was a really good family trip. It was good because Gracie has been a little detached from church in general and the vineyard specifically. And I think, I feel like it was really good for her to see what's going on for the adults and all that stuff. And it, I, it seems like it was a healing opportunity for her, but the conversations were good. The travel was fun. Um, so that was almost four weeks ago. Uh And then... Ed got home 10 days ago. So Ben, for all you guys that were following up on all this stuff... um, We we got Ben out of the country, finally, on July 2nd. He got to travel with his team. We got his passport stuff all taken care of. Um, And he spent six weeks... Well, almost seven weeks... In Wisconsin, Turkey, and Iraq, and uh, on a missions trip, and it uh, it was apparently a really good trip for him. But we got him back on um, August seventh. So he's been home for a week. Um, we sent Isaiah to his first Boy Scout summer camp, overnight camp. Cool. Nice. Uh, and he had a blast. He's uh, practically giddy. Like every, He keeps coming up with things that he learned there, like goofy little chants and stuff like that. It sounds like he had a really good time. It was a good impact for him. Cool. You never know when you send your kid on their first overnight, week-long trip, but uh, yeah, it was all pretty all cool. You
2: at, uh, all, you, all you at the... Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> he was showing me no, some new dance that he learned this week, oh, and true. I'm like, yeah, that's just goofy. Mm-hmm. Joel did theater camp. And they did the Lion King, which I thought I wasn't sure how he was going to like that, you know, because he's never done it before. He had a great time, and he was Mufasa. Yeah. So he, he had nice. the death scene, and uh, wow, cool. So he was—it was a ton of fun. And then Gracie turned twenty-one.
0: Wow! <clears throat> Holy moly!
1: And she got a tattoo. I don't know if we talked about that the last time nope. we were No, here. we did not. I think we should
2: elaborate on that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so on I have face, this thing right? about tattoos.
2: I, I, not a, all, on I, her face, no. I,
1: I personally had <laughs> yeah, not on her face. It's actually on her scalp. She had to shave her head. Um, <laughs> so downhill. I personally don't love tattoos, personally, for myself. I have commitment issues. Anything with that that's that permanent, I'm not interested in, except for marriage. <laughs> and I only want to be married to one person, not to more, multiple people.
2: And he couldn't hold on to his wedding ring for a long time either way. So. No joke,
1: no joke. Well, I just I lost it, and then I never replaced <laughs> right. it. But I have, I have been keeping it. I, I have. It's
2: just on your now. thumb right now, instead of on your ring yeah, finger. Right. I'm
1: playing with it on my desk right now, just waiting for it to disappear again. Um, to our
2: audience, that's how he lost but, his other two. But ticket.
1: here's my other thing: for Gracie, she's wanted a tattoo for a long time, and. uh and my whole thing is, I don't mind if she gets a tattoo. I'm not super keen on it, but whatever. It's not a huge deal. Except I don't want her spending two to $300 on something when I'm paying for her school. Like, yeah. you know, just from a fiscal responsibility point of view. And so she found the loophole. She went and talked to her her aunts and said, Listen, I want to get a tattoo, but I can't spend my money. And, oh, by the way, my 21st birthday is coming. And so my sisters pitched in and got her a tattoo. Of course. And, and so this is the funny thing, like forever she has wanted a quote from the Chronicles of Narnia on her shoulder. And she's gone back and forth between two different ones. Um, but she ended up with one from the silver chair that says I'm on Aslan's side, even if there's no Aslan there to lead it. And then my mom did the artwork for her. Nice. And then she took it to the tattoo artist, and he he did some modifications that matched his style a little yeah. better. Well, and
2: you know that works on skin,
1: but yeah, but and and that works on skin, but it looks beautiful. And she got it uh-huh. like on the back of her shoulder, so it's. She can show it off easily, but she can also cover it up if she needs to for a professional situation, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that's a long quote. Like, did it, does it go across the whole, like, back or just on, just kind oh, of like, doubles up rap. like a wrap? Yeah, wrap. Yeah, it's her. like a
1: wrap. It's like a couple words, a couple words, a couple words, a couple gotcha, words. Gotcha, gotcha. And it goes, cool. the face is, the lion's face that she did is cut in half, and the other half is the words.
0: Oh, that's awesome. It's pretty oh, neat. That's super cool. Just
1: yeah. black, and white,
2: black and white or color? It's color. What, they, wow. what type of color? Like, really deep color? Or is it just <laughs> deep color?
1: Uh, it's multicolor, and it's pretty deep. She's been very okay. careful about putting it in the sunlight because she doesn't want it to fade on her.
2: Uh, that'll take a long
1: time. Yeah, I I think she's more cautious than she has to be, but she's trying to hold on to it for as long as she can.
2: It's not henna. It's not going to disappear tomorrow. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but you think it's going to be a little longer and a little, you know, oblong, depending on, you know, she grows and stuff like that. But, yeah.
1: but. So yeah, I mean, a lot of changing, a lot of things going on, and this week, like Adam said, uh, we have Endurance this weekend, we leave on Friday, and all all of the guys are going to Endurance, and Heather and Gracie are going to Chicago to drop her off for school. Nice. So yeah, so, yeah it's been a pretty adventurous month for us. So, uh... so is
0: Heather going to... Drive Gracie there and drive by herself on the way back? They're
1: going to fly. They're going to fly. Oh,
0: gotcha. So, they, cool.
1: because, <laughs> because Grace's school allows her to store a bunch of stuff in their basement, she doesn't have to move an entire room this time. She gets to bring some of it up from the stuff she oh, cool. from last year. Nice.
0: So, she's only nice. got to bring
1: really her clothes, anything that was perishable, and Her fridge, so she has a mentor on campus, which I think is one of the coolest programs I've heard of, Mm -hmm. um, who works in the finance department and who who lives just outside of Chicago. So the one thing she can't store there is her fridge. Like she's got like a little dorm fridge yeah. and she can't store it in that storage space. I I don't know if it's a food thing. I don't know if it's a compressor thing. I don't know what it is, but they Mm -hmm. won't let her store it there. And so she left her fridge and her bedding at her mentor's house and her mentor's gonna drive it in for her that weekend.
0: Oh that's awesome. Because
1: otherwise getting the getting the stuff out of the basement is not an instantaneous thing. It's kind of as the RA has time to get them down there and get their stuff out. Yeah. So if she didn't send her bedding to her mentor, she wouldn't have bedding to sleep on in her room. Uh, gotcha. So uh-huh. so they're Go flying on. out Saturday morning and they're gonna spend the weekend, you know, getting Gracie moved in as much as they can and just hanging out together getting her settled in and ready to go. And this year she has a roommate and she's very excited because last year she was supposed to have two different roommates and both of them backed out for different reasons. One of them got married over the summer so her fall roommate never came to school or she went to the marriage dorms. I'm not sure which. The other one ended up staying, she ended up in a room with some friends and then they just stayed together so she had the whole room to herself which I think, you know, some people would really love but I think for Gracie she really wanted that Camaraderie, the one on one team. Yeah. So yeah. I think she's really excited about her roommate. Her roommate came and talked to her about it, so she feels like cool. important, valued, all that stuff. So it's it's good stuff. Oh. Wow. Nice. But
2: Well, and you forgot to mention you flew. I mean you were in Vegas for a week, right too?
1: Yeah. So I went to in my so yeah, I mean, the other thing that happened is I got a new job or a new role in my job. I'm now the Director of Strategic Initiatives, which is an entertaining title that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Um, And I got to do my first trip as part of that job, which took me to a trade show in Vegas last week. And, you know, travel's kind of a... Travel, I don't mind traveling, but right now the airlines are kind of like all over the place and unpredictable and undependable. And so... There was some of that hassle that happened, but other than that, it was a good trip. I made some good connections. I got great information, and I had some decent food. So, you know, all in all, pretty good time. Um, but, yeah, it's it's good to be home, uh, and it's good. You know, I was telling these guys earlier, I have the rest of the week off. So... Uh-oh. I get to hang out with I get to hang out with my family before we all scatter start scattering to the wind again.
0: Nice. So mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, and Ben signed up for college classes. Which he starts <laughs> in two weeks. Yep.
2: So it's starting back up again.
1: It is. Thanks.
0: So
1: Alright guys, any closing thoughts? I wanna be a cowboy. <laughs> can you can be my cowgirl. It's too bad they can't see the video.
2: It's a good video. Well, it's a kind of cheesy eighty video, but anyway.
1: I don't want to be a cowboy. I will say I got out of Vegas just in time because I was reading the articles today about their flooding in the streets on the main drag. And was I was it raining when there. you were out there. No,pe didn't rain at all, but it was it was cloudy. Hmm. But I mean, they can use water. They need. Yeah. They are in super drought mode right now. So well, we're getting there here too, as well. So
2: it's only a matter of time.
1: Didn't yeah. rain tonight. Yeah.
2: A little bit, but probably not as much as we really need, but it's yeah. enough. Yep.
1: <laughs> Any other closing thoughts, gentlemen?
0: Well, it's, it's not like a 62 Merlot. I mean, <laughs> it's just like a new wine.
3: Just a <laughs> <thought. laughs> I love that, though. That's a good one. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just so serious. Uh no more closing thoughts. All right. Well, for those of you guys that are listening, we would just want to thank you again for listening to us. We always appreciate hearing from you. So come be part of, a, of the After Chat on our Discord server. Or you can always send us an email at feedback at forefatherspodcast.com and we'll make sure to share it on the next episode. Remember to always check out our website at the forefatherspodcast.com site for all our latest shows, swag, and other forefathers stuff. Have a great day. Nice. <laughs> great. Whatever it hey. is. Whatever time zone you're in. Insert here. And thanks a lot, guys.
2: Bye. So, and thanks for listening to the Forefathers Podcast. We talk about faith, fatherhood, and other F words. If you want to learn more, head over to our website at the number four, fatherspodcast.com. If you'd like to help our show, make sure you give us a review on iTunes or in the podcast app of your choice. Those reviews help others find our show. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send those to feedback at forefatherspodcast.com.